Hello, dear one. This is a letter from the author. I'm going to be reading from the book and seeing how it will resonate with you. So, dear one, you help your womanhood and each woman surrounding you in their choice in childbirth and conscious lifestyles by reflecting on your birth, your upbringing, and parental care and self-care nowadays as an adult, even if and when you ultimately choose not to bear children of your DNA. We are the legacy. Women and men go through equal marriage, conception, pregnancy, childbirth, caretaking, and child-rearing issues, despite their backgrounds, beliefs, or origins. This is something we all share. This is the quality of that process that matters most. Yes, you can prepare for this journey with the right baggage and understanding of creating new life, continuous birth, and family planning. I wish you and your little ones to be spiritually secure and financially stable. You deserve the best loving child of the universe. Love and starlight, Andromeda. Mar her story is my story, the chained goddess, chained but invincible like a mother and a galaxy. This is the prelude, dating, destinies, and getting engaged. Getting engaged or married and thinking about your future is a good moment and chance to start transitioning into the mother archetype. Hitting your 30s does not uh, entail the question of whether you are getting married with children, but if you mothered yourself well, did you do it with the utmost self-love and care? Did you maiden die off in your early adulthood? You preferably don't want to mother <clears throat> the boy oozing with mother wounds and your future spouse or soon-to-be boyfriend or even a date. Neither do you want him to father you like an immature girl. So what do you do about this, whether or not children are involved, is secondary to carefully determining the answer, what is self-love, what is love. And... Do you want to embrace more of this existential power in your life? Your daily life and your daily life with a future partner will determine the happiness and health of your future you. Why not secure more of it now as a happiness foundation so no one can take, care, take it away or sway you away? Have you known this power and actionable state prior from your parents or a past partner, even though it was a while ago? Have you thought about it? Do you already love yourself and your life enough to see physical children become involved in that life plan with a lover as a permanent family? Even so, when you are looking to spend time with your lifetime lover, is family eternal? Children ultimately are always involved to some degree in life with nephews, nieces, minors, students, neighbors, and inner children, minors, uh, did I say that? Young adults, even with other adults, children, employees, society, animals, even plants or greenery as we parent the planet, current generations, and all future living things together. We don't necessarily need to think that life or even marriage is filled with only our DNA to keep, change, and evolve, or instead grow. We all influence each other, like a tapestry and constant weaving. You are and become more and more part of the fabric, and with a more significant growing consciousness, the thread is mastered, and life or you is loved in its fullness.
We start, all of us women, as a maid. A maid must not get married or she'll be trapped. Self-love equates to building a concrete foundation or tapestry for you. Let me explain. We live in a materialistic plane and world. When I sold my Amsterdam house after already leaving the city, I called my home. I sold me. I had nothing to come back to. But this love starts in the intangible by looking back to where you came from. Translate it into tangible. Look into two to three generations back of your grandmother's lineage. What generational pattern is carried over? Is it more vital than you think? As your subconsciousness rules your life and your stuff, even more so in your motherhood? Part of my maternal and paternal baggage was to reject men, but continually live with them. <clears throat> men without the genuine acceptance. It sounds like a common problem for women, right? A conscious decision in place to break victimhood, slavery, generational beliefs, poverty patterns, and trauma. Even if you come from a prosperous middle-class, expatriated family like mine, we all carry wounding and generational bag baggage we must heal and break, or rather, build upon. And one of those questions is, men, can women live without a man singular? My answer would be no. No matter which type or kind of the species it is, still most inherently a survival mechanism. Even nuns live with Jesus in their minds. Some of the mothers or motherly archetypes, goddesses, mature women, are observing us humans from their vantage point. Whether we are a girl, maiden, or woman, we are part of motherhood, with a mission to mother and father ourselves first and foremost. Even a man comes from the womb and often requires more mothering than what we, he's received particularly the older, more mature man that didn't marry his high school sweetheart, which women meet in their late 20s, seems to be prone to making a run back for childhood. He also requires fathering. Be careful, maiden. Self-parented or mothering oneself. When a maiden, even after conceiving a firstborn, starts self-parenting, she's settling solid She's setting solid boundaries and foundations for her own emotional and practical life. I had to do this when I was 40, so please do it earlier with a professional. But earlier is much better. The maiden archetype is much like a girl. She resembles our young, wild adulthood, discovering life and living freely, but also part of our early adulthood up to age of 25 years old. Our neuroscience now tells us that our brains have not fully matured yet and become locked in with the great impression we've made up until that age. Very similar to early childhood, the early years education, which tells us that a child is molded by early psychology, parenting, which Dave received until the age of three. As of 2022, it changed to three instead of seven years. Although, however, I believe all shaping happens in the diamond year, the first year of life. After that, it gets locked into the subconsciousness forever, including the life skills they have learned. I'm here to tell you that in reality, only birth experience matters and sets the psychological tone and psychological patterns of health and happiness, with all its ups and downs for the rest of our lives. Pruning away those memories of birth and those nerve cells seems almost impossible. 
Although a profound rebirth experience or a hypnotherapy guided by the facilitator should take care of that, I'm here to tell you that our first year of life has set the foundation of our habits and quality of life experiences for the rest of our lives and partnerships. The mature woman, the mother, is better able to have a peaceful wife and motherhood because she doesn't have to worry as much about herself, her self-worth. She can enjoy both marriage and motherhood because the majority of women do suffer. Or have, she can at least have a solid life of her own while getting herself priorities straight. She needs to love herself first and foremost. She needs to find her very own kingdom spouse or at least a partner on her page rather than a page or a book full of blindsided lies for that matter. But what does self-love or love even mean? And can we lose it to someone or something else? Kind of like me selling my house without conditions. Do we retain 100% once we've consciously decided to love ourselves first and foremost? In this book, we provided the free woman and the engaging woman, even the married or pregnant women, with much thought-provoking psychology and a nudge to look into the health of love and their love life, no matter where they are in the journey and the process. We all go through this process. It's just a question of how quickly and at what age. At what age have you transitioned from maiden into matricence? Earlier is better. There are four phases to this book. The first phase creates awareness surrounding the health of your love life through a lens of self-love, boundaries, dating, engaging, marriage, and family planning, which raises the reader's awareness of what they already know about their lives and the decisions they have consciously and subconsciously made. This is followed by the second phase, preferably still in a preconception, which leads us into the mattress sense, the process of becoming a mother with all the birth psychology, parenting choices, and practical choices to be made. Book two goes deeper into this and the healing of the mother wound, along with how to go within and your partner's responsibility for healing their early childhood and family dynamics too. Ultimately, receive your baby's most healthy birth and birth psychology, which in reality happens within minutes of the birth event hours, and from there, since birth, keeps influencing us for the rest of our lives within that private foundation, that personality of our first year of life, which I call the diamond year. I've come to believe that there's no more parenting after the first minutes of birth. The final two phases within the book are full of lists and schedules for all the details of conscious care and communication during birth and the fourth trimester. As ultimate prep, hopefully complete with spirit and body awareness towards your newborn baby, as well as the prepped and peaceful logistics and household you genuinely need in your new lifestyle, this goes far beyond the ordinary and you might want to hire help. A home organizer on that as it is the household is a very costly ordeal if you don't why okay now and after that we will go to why do we need glue in this process of matricence whether having children or not having children 